<laughs> Welcome back to the Moaga Media Halloween Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> so this is going to come out like the day before Halloween, right? Because Halloween drops on a Thursday this year. Yeah. So happy pre-Halloween to everybody. Halloween's old Hallows Eve. Eve. Yeah. For all you Halloween fans For all you out Halloweeners, there. Halloweeners. <laughs> the Halloweeners. <laughs> yeah. My wife is definitely a Halloweener. This like, like her jam. That's her day. Like last night's part. We were at a party last night. Last night's party was like that was her holiday. Her 2019 is check. Check. That's it. I mean, so yeah, there's some serious Halloweeners out there. Hi, are you a Halloweener? You know what? I, <laughs> I, no, I'm not. But I think up until are last you a Halloween night, enthusiast, do you enjoy it? Like, do you get, are you, are you super into it? It's like, really interesting because I, I, the only, the only reason I like Halloween is because it symbolizes the beginning of the holiday season. Okay. For me. Yeah. So, but the day of, or like the whole South, the Halloween celebration up until last night, I was never a fan. Wait. So last night was like, now you're like super into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a game changer. Oh, wow. So like you, wait, hold on. You never like, were like, get like, got. We get really excited about like co- like thinking of the concept of your costume and then getting dressed and then going to like a party or a club, and never. No. I was never into wow. that. I was never into that. Wow. And now because well, so we live in Miami, Florida. Yes, and, we do. And and it, uh, sometimes the co- a lot of the costumes I wanted to get, I always associated Halloween with being in a costume and being really hot and sweaty. Okay. And I'm, and that's what, so that was already a turnoff. And then a lot of the costumes, because I'm not a guy that's going to flaunt and like walk around with my shirt off, right? So a lot okay. of the costumes I would pick are like these, you know, a little bit more uh, layered costumes. <laughs> and then I'd just be miserable. And then I had years where I'd paint my face and be, within 10 minutes, the sweat would just, I would just look like a hot mess okay. and not look like what, whatever I was trying to look like. And then I was just like, you know what? This is just stupid. This is just the whole thing stupid. And then I didn't dress up for many years and just kind of boring about it. Just, you know, taking my kids trick or treating obviously was a sure. big thing. You know, uh, maybe I would put on a mask. I don't know from time to time. And then last night, um, I, I, I found a costume that suited me, which was, I was Dustin from Stranger Things. Yeah, you are. And and it was great because everyone was like, oh my God, you look like him. And that felt cool. And then I was like trying to be in character and it was, and we had a great time and I was like, you know what I could, and I was around people that I'm very comfortable with, which I think has a huge, huge, you know, impact too. So yeah. I have, I have very fond memories of Halloween. Um, we always got into it in my family, like growing up, but not so much so that we actually spent real money on it. So we were so, like my mom and my mom was like, we're not fucking spending money on tonteria. <laughs> is what she called it. Like, you know, <laughs> b- dumb stuff. She right. considered like spending it like every penny was accounted for. And like, it's not like saying that like we didn't have a, you know, a privileged life, but like we just, my mom wasn't, we didn't have the, we weren't going out and getting like, you know, we weren't going to the costume store. Right. And, and getting hundred dollar costumes. costumes. Or like even $30 costumes. Right. Like we weren't right. spending any, like that there was, was a treat. no dollars were being spent on costumes. It was be creative, go into your closet and figure it out. Um, nice. or like some one, like, yeah. So there, I would be like, I think I was like a, 
I was like a like a gangster, like for at least four years in a row, which was like a white T-shirt, <laughs> jeans, a bandana and some sort of like toy knife and maybe like like red lipstick and black eyeliner to make like little scars on my face. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we were. I was. I mean, yeah. Like, or like, I was like a like. Yeah, I would watch TV and find like an image of like you know, a gangster or gang banger like that, and but with like with penny loafers. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. No, I won't. won't And then my sister had like a little witch costume, and um. Oh no! You know what's really funny? What's really funny is when I was like four years old. My mother got into like this business where she was going to start selling children's costumes. Um, and so I guess like she had a friend who was a That's seamstress. That's so random. It was, oh my God, super That's random. That's really random. I have, I've never heard of anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And so like her, she had a friend who made like these like chil- these cute children's costumes and they were all like, it was all very like thematic. So there was like, they had boys and girls costumes. And so they had like Batman, Spider-Man, uh, Superman, uh, you know, like Aquaman, all like the, the DC comic, like, like heroes. And they had like, um, then they also had like a little, like a native American girl, like an Indian girl and like, uh, super girl and, um, a bunch of stuff. And my mom, in order to sell the, to sell the costumes, you needed to have like, it was better to have like a, them put on like a, a life size model. And she had me. There you go. With this like long bowl cut hair. <laughs> so I could be a boy <laughs> and I could be a girl. Right. And so she took pictures of me and as that's like, that's where it all began. Empath- I mean, I'll tell you this. <laughs> like, I bet you might, you know, my mother, like, she might have that conversation. She might be regret, she might regret that behavior now. <laughs> but when she was doing it, she thought she didn't think anything about it. Right. 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 And so. And so there I was modeling like Superman, like with like one hand up, like, you know, flying pose and or like making like muscle arms for Spider-Man or Captain America was another one. Yeah. And, that. and then like, you know, the little Indian girl was like my hand on my hip and my hand on my hair, like my little foot touched up. Like they're fucking adorable. They're so cute. But like clearly there was something about my mom and like the creativity of Halloween that was there. And so she had some of those costumes. My sister, she ended up keeping a bunch of them. And I think my sister wore them. Um, growing up a lot and then I had like the Superman one that I wore as a kid too but we were always into it we always went trick-or-treating um, there was a year that I decided that we were all gonna be like a, pa- a deck of cards Ooh, so we went to okay. like the the art supply store and we got like cardboard and we like made like playing cards and so like I was the ace and then the other kids in the neighborhood were like all the different numbers and so we all walked around together like a deck of cards nice um, See, you have good memories of Halloween. One hundred percent. And you then when I Halloween. when I got older, like when I was old enough to like like in college and I was making my own money, I would went go I would go out and like buy stuff and make stuff. I was like a star one year and I cut a star out of a box. I spray painted it with silver and I put glitter on it and streamers and I ran around Lincoln Road like as a shooting star. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> you would do for that. sure. I would stand on top of like of of like the you know those 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 sphere parking uh, obstructions that yes, they have. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stood on top of it and just was like waving my arms like I'm a star. Oh my god, I'm a star. Are we gonna post the video of you dancing last night by the rig? The <laughs> are we posting that? The, my humps by Fergie. It, it, I. <laughs> This was. We're gonna post. Uh, we're Is gonna post the pictures. Y- 
Yeah, your husband took a video of it. Okay. And it's fantastic. Oh, yes. I saw it. I did see oh, it. My, I just, I, I laughed so much. So we had our soul Halloween party last night. That's what we're referring to. That was the party we were at. I you walked know, in. You know I planned that party, right? Huh? You know I planned that party, right? George planned that party. You did a great job, man. Do you know what it is that I, it's been a, we haven't done a, I haven't, David and I haven't like done Halloween to... The Halloween that David and I have attended hasn't like risen to the level of like like fulfillment and joy that that I've gotten in a long time, right? And so, because we've been invited to Halloween parties and we go and we dress up and we like we go and we sit and we mingle with people and we talk and we leave and but it's like it's not like the most super duper fun, you know. And for me, super duper fun is like I love like the idea of like I love going to like a club or a party and like dancing, like. But that's what makes sense to me too because it's like you're there in a silly costume to like what have a serious conversation about like like, like, like I'd be know, like, like in a conversation with somebody and I'm like I look like Dustin from Stranger Things right now like yeah. and here I am like having a conversation about like yeah well as a matter of fact my wife and I are moving next week and I'm like no. I want to, we're going to dance. Let's dance. So that to my, in my head, I was like, we need to have a fucking, somebody needs to have a fucking party. So I was like, maybe I'll have a party at the house. But then it's like, uh, doing a party at your house is great for everybody except for the person who's hosting the party. So it's like, I need to like find somewhere to do this. And I was like, I know exactly where we're going to do this. It was genius. And we did it at the so, gym. So genius. And everyone at the gym, like, I, I spoke to the powers that be, and they all got on board, and I'll be honest. And I'm going to, I'll be honest, and I'll say it. I'll say it. We're going to have the talks. I'm going to say it. We're going to have the talks. There was a moment that I thought that this was going to be a bust. It was, like, between 7.30 and, like, 8 o'clock. I was like, I don't, well, I'm going to have a good time, because, like, my friends are here. I've got the food that I want to eat here. I know that the music that's going to be played is going to be great. And so regardless of like if it's if it's eight, you know, it's eight of us in dancing in a circle for the next four hours, then it'll be fine. It will be. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been perfectly fine. But it was not. That was not the case. That was not the case. That was not the, the case. The people came it to was, the party. They really did. And it they had was, a great time. Yeah. They had a great... Ah, my, my, I had... Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Thank you for organizing that. That was... Like it was, I, it was great. And it was then, a group effort. Everyone that like wanted to be a part of it like stepped up. Like yeah, I was Jay gonna say how did how did that work? You delegated from there. Like you, look, or I people got the, just started uh, talking and they volunteered. Or I like, got the, like one one thing having done and like organized like parties and stuff. There's a couple of things that I know that are very key to making a, a, any party a success. It's like. You invite people that all know how to have a good time together. So it's like, okay, okay that's an easy one because we all work out together. Most of us like know each other. We're all friends. And so we can all vibe and find our own vibe. Yeah. The, the, there's got to be like something to eat. You got to feed the masses. Food is important. Food is important. So it's like you can know food is two ways. Either someone buys a bunch of fucking food to feed everybody or you tell everybody to bring a little something. We did both. We had like the gym provided like this really yummy Cuban cantina. Um, and then we had people like bring in potluck stuff to like supplement and it was great. Everything worked out. Everyone had plenty to eat. There was like a ton of food left over. And so that then you tell people that want to drink to bring whatever they want to drink because not everyone wants to drink alcohol. Not everyone likes the same thing to drink. So it's like you bring what you want to have and then the bar gets supplemented that way. Right. 
you know and now that we're all adults everyone can bring something and share it as opposed to when we were you know in college you tell everyone to BYOB and everyone brings 24 cases of Natty Light and one person brings a bottle of vodka and the vodka is gone in five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, oh, so, I hated that. Yeah. We don't do that anymore yeah, we because don't do we're that adults. Anymore. We're adults and that's yeah. wonderful. And you can rely on adults yeah. to act like adults. Exactly. For the um, most part. So that, and then like you make sure there's plenty of ice. So we all, everyone, I told everyone uh, there to bring ice. So that was that. And then... The music is important. Super important. And it was so good. And like, I, the first person I called after I got the okay from the gym to host it was Chip. I was like, hey, we want to do this. I know that you do this. Are you willing to do it? And he was like, 100%. And I was like, sweet. Love that, that guy. And then J-Flo found out about it. And he was like, I love, he's like, I love, I'm obsessed with Halloween. He's a Halloweener. Total. He's like the 100%. king. 100%. Oh, he's a king size Halloweener. Yeah, king size bun bun length. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and he was so excited and like willing to like help, and he got a bunch of stuff. All that decor that you saw was like him. He was like, it was awesome. Like yeah. that vibe. And Roxy, that, like, his wife Roxy. Yeah, yeah they both. Both of, them, came, both of they, them really, really came through. They bought a bunch of stuff. We like set it all up. It just all came, and then they were there early helping everyone set up. Um, and so like the ambiance of the room and the vibe of everything, like super important, you know, it was, it was on point. It was so good. And, and, and at, we stayed till the very end. We helped take everything down. And you know, it's when you're taking things down, when you see how much work went into this and I was like, wow, I was like, okay, he's taking this down. Oh, then there's this. Oh, then there's that. Oh, don't forget this. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe how much they moved around. They moved the boxes around. They moved all the, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, it yeah. really takes a lot of work to do, to pull that off. And you have to be like creative. Cause if you think of like, you want to do something, but there's like spatial limits and there's like, you know, there's financial limits and cause not everyone's going to like, we're not like here. We didn't want to charge people a bunch of money. You know, like, so um, it was like, let's just, let's do something to at least, like, we'll have a space to dance, we'll have a place where people can sit down if they want to sit down, a place for people to, like, eat and drink. Check, check, check. That's it. And then we'll see what happens. And it just flows from there, man. I mean, we had to kick people out. We did. We had to. We we had to shut it off. Like we had the we, the agreement oh, was we had until, until eleven o'clock. Oh, I see what you mean. And we could have kept going. Yeah, and we had to like we, we had, had to, to come to a hard stop at eleven. And I'm like, and you know what's really funny is I I had originally um my original intention was for the party to be from eight to midnight. Okay. And then it was arranged to be from seven to eleven. Right. So, in my head, I was like. Oh my god, eleven o'clock is super early. Like it's the party's just gonna, is gonna be like kicking at that right. time. That's the twenty five you know? year old in you that, that's talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. realized that last <laughs> night when I, I was like, I was, I had had we had been dancing, you know, probably for like almost like three, close to three hours. Oh yeah. And like I sat down and I look, I was like, okay, and I'm, I'm like, I think I'm kind of ready to like wrap this up. And I looked at my watch and it was like ten forty five. Yep. At ten thirty, I looked at Lauren. I was like, "I'm gonna. I want to stick around and help." So I'm not. But if if it weren't for that, like I'd be ready to go right now. And she's like, "It's ten thirty. and I'm like, "It's all relative." Because same thing happens when you go to weddings. You go to a wedding, and and the dancing starts at like seven thirty after dinner, and you're done at eleven thirty. 
and 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 you're like you feel like it's three o'clock in the morning because your body was active for a long period of time dancing and talking and Correct. you know so like you know yeah ten thirty to me felt like one o'clock in the morning. I mean we had been up. I mean I woke up that I woke up yesterday like I don't know like at nine. And then you're like running, like you work out, you do your whole day. Like we set up for the party, started at five o'clock. So we were there like setting up, you know, two hours before. And we like worked right up until, I mean, we weren't really done. I mean, at 730, we're I think and then, finally and then in your lights. costume. I mean, then you had to like, I walked in and I see, we're going to post the pictures. We're posting the pictures for sure. I posted uh, them on my, my Instagram stories um, and only to my close friends because there's people that are friend that are following on Instagram that would not appreciate it. Oh, so, but can we post it on Milwaukee Media? We can. We can. Post we'll, we'll, it. we'll talk about we'll it. Talk we'll, about t- it. We'll, we'll talk and filter. And, Listen, and, I'm just and, more sensitive to those things now, and, and, more so than before. I mean, there was a time in my life where I wouldn't give a fuck right. about what I wore, but I don't know. Like, so can I describe what you? I mean, I was a hooker was? nun. Like, I was a hooker nun. Well, we don't have to call her that. We just came up with that in the moment because it was funny. I mean, it was just David was, wore he, a priest costume. Yeah, David. He was. He was a phenomenal priest, um, except that he he felt the heat because he was sweating all night in that thing. And he kept hiking up his skirt. Yeah, he was like walking yeah, around yeah, with he like couldn't. His... He was like, "This is insane," and I'm like, "I know," because you know, maybe you shouldn't be a priest, you know. And he's like, "I know, I'm burning up From inside." The yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then I see I walk in and I see George. I see this this just glorious. <laughs> This glorious nun with fishnet stockings, Doc Martens, a gold, huge bling, like gold cross, these gold glasses, a pink, pink wig. The wig was good. The wig was what made it. Yeah. And... And the glasses, the combination of the two. And then, of course, the traditional nun. The habit. Yeah. And I was like. And I, you and a, a mini dress. And a mini. Yes. Super mini. Right. <laughs> and you and I just walked in and the first I just I see you and you're dancing. And I was like, this is it. Here we are. This, is, the, that, this is the Halloween. That set the tone for the night. And and it was. um Oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, and then so then Jip starts playing um, Fergie, my humps, and what does you know what does you know the what does the nun do? She gets on the box. Remember that episode where I talk about how I used to love going to the club and dancing on the box? You were the guy, and, was, the, and the security and guard would have to correct. Yeah. And so that that's what that, I got a glimpse was, of that. There we got is, a glimpse of me that. dancing on a box in a mini dress and nun's habit with pink hair. Well, my favorite picture of the night is you and me because I haven't you, seen this picture. because you're this hooker nun and I'm hugging you from the side and I'm dusting from stranger things and I have like my tongue out like ah <laughs> and that is my favorite picture of the night cuz it's like Dustin okay. trying to like get with hooker nun as we have named let's, the, let's, the costume let's um we're going to it doesn't have to be hooker nun. You know yeah, what? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I don't think because, it is. I think hooker because, nun you know, that, just, there, there, could, be there could have been a nun like that in Sister Act. It could just be like, you and know. And it could have been perfectly fine. It's, just very, just it's a very hair. fashion forward nun. That's it. That's it. It's just hair. It's not like, you or know. Or it could just be, I was, you know, it's not like channeling she's Lady Gaga in like whatever. It, yeah, there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing. You know what? It was fine. Wait, what? Crack? No, I'm saying, you know, it's not like, you know, like it's an undoing crack. I mean, it's not like, you know, or like. It's or not a crack ho nun. That's what I'm saying. She that, was you know? very classy. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. 
you know it's not like she Let's, was like some, I will, you know after this is done you'll show me the picture that you're talking okay. about because i remember posing for it i haven't seen it and That's then so I, am, I will i will decide whether or not i'm okay because with because you don't you don't get a clear picture of my face so i really look like dustin yeah you know and it's so it's so it's it's phenomenal i was I, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no. I was just happy I made it because we we had uh, Lauren and I made a really big decision to not go to our family, her her family's, our family's uh, annual uh, food and Epcot Food and Wine Festival thing uh, that we do the weekend that we do every year. And nine years that we've been together, um, we've we've always gone, and you know we this has been planned. I mean. They're coming back from the trip today. In like two weeks, we're planning next year's dates. Okay. So that's how far in advance we plan this. So, of course, it's a bigger deal when you cancel, especially when you cancel a week beforehand or two weeks beforehand, when people are like, we've been planning this for a year, you know? So, um, Do they rely on you guys to be there? No, no, no. Okay. no. No, it's not at all. I mean, a lot of times it's like, it's like we're not even there. It's, like, it. it's really, but, um, but it's, you know, we were, we were, we were, yeah, we were put up against this big decision, and then it, it coincided with our move. We're moving this week on Fridays, our move-in date. So we were kind of like feeling a little overwhelmed, we're feeling a little stressed. But 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 we heard about this party, and 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 I and like yeah, you know, we're gonna do a party October twenty-six. And I go, oh my god, I go, we're not gonna be here, we're not gonna be here. I was like, oh my gosh, we have this thing, blah blah blah. And then, um, Lauren's a Halloweener. And we're, she yeah, she, yeah is. she is. And we're talking one night, and I'm just like, hey, I'm like, it's just too bad we're going to miss the soul Halloween party. She goes, what Halloween party? And I go, what do you mean? Don't you follow the soul website? And, you know, we know Instagram's not in chronological order, so, you know, maybe it just didn't pop up in her feed. And I was like, you haven't seen the, the Instagram? And she's like, no. So she goes to the Instagram, she looks at it, she goes, okay. She's like, we're moving. We have a lot of expenses related to that. It's a bad time to go to Epcot and do the whole Disney thing. Let's just stay here. Let's just not go and we'll go to the party. And I was, I just let her run with it. Yeah. I wasn't complaining I was because I'm not drinking. So it's like, there's going to the food and wine festival is like, not that I couldn't handle it. It's just it's not my food thing. Food festival. Well, yeah, it would be a food festival, which I'm also not doing much of. So it, 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 it would just be like a walking around, watching people eat and be stupid festival, you know? Yeah. And that wasn't what I was in the mood for. So I was like, wow, I was like, this is working out perfectly. And it did. So phenomenal night. I love it. But, you know, those family obligations, you know, sometimes, I, you know, I do feel bad that we missed out on this, like, annual thing. But, uh, hey, man, sometimes change is good. And sometimes families just have to understand that you're not going to be around for it all. Yeah. I mean, this is like a really good, like, segue into what we wanted to talk about, which was, like, qu- like, like you said before, like, Halloween marks the beginning of the holiday season. And now we're going to like a lot of us have to like reconcile like our schedules with like a bunch of events between like family, friends and work Um, negotiating like all the goals that we've set up for ourselves, particularly like you and I with like our nutritional goals and our fitness goals and how those um, how those coincide with, you know, like 
you know, Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving oh and, you know, every and holiday party that you're going to have after Thanksgiving leading up into New Year's, including New Year's. And people who have office jobs, people who have office well, jobs, saying, nine like, to five, like know, they have Lawrence the office parties. probably has a holiday party. Absolutely. And people every day showing up with brownies and, 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 and the famous line, I made them from scratch. So that that's like equivalent to you have to try this. I made them from scratch. It's the, so that's like the the nutrition downfall right there is when somebody offers you something. Oh no, thank you, but I made it from scratch. I have <laughs> never, no one has ever used that oh as like a gosh. marketing tool yes. for their stuff because like the first thing I look at if I'm like if that looks homemade I'm like mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Thank you. No, I'd rather have something store bought. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Like, Appreciate it. I can't. Like, I can't scan it on MFP. Sorry. When I correct. When I used to work. Um, f- uh, when I worked for the off- the law firm before the job that I had. Um, during uh, baskets start to come in. Yeah. Oh, the baskets. The baskets start to come in, and it's always like ooh. And there was this one. There's a there's a company called I don't know if it's called like Fabulous Brownies or decadent brownies or basically their whole thing is that all they do is they make brownies and they make brownies like in every iteration flavor style whatever and so they would send i would always get like three or four boxes of these things and i'd be like and they're like all like individually wrapped so it's like very nice and i'll always be like "Mm, decadent brownies oh yeah look at that i'll have another one yeah that's okay i'll have another one yeah yeah so the pressure the pressure of like the eating and then the, the, the fulfilling with family and friends and the planning and the time management. And, you know, I, I have it easier cause during the holidays, I don't, I don't have an office job. I don't have coworkers. Yeah. And then I, I, I perform at a lot of like office parties. So I'm like usually the guy playing music and burning calories and not really participating with the group, you know, kind of thing. So, but I know that maybe for other people, it's, it's a little bit more challenging. And then people who have a lot of family here, that is, that could be challenging too. You know, yeah, not a struggle I suffer from because uh, David's family all lives in Brazil, and Thanksgiving's not a thing over there, so they don't they don't worry about that. You know, um, my family lives; we don't live in the same city, and so unless I'm getting in the car to travel up there to see them, like it's not. Uh, a time crunch thankfully like you know are we gonna go see you know his or mine um like i know that i know that i i know other people struggle like we have to like alternate christmases between the between the spouses families and um i don't have that problem yeah, me either which is i mean great. i don't even know if i'm gonna do thanksgiving this year honestly like i might just skip it you know what i it, we we're not big on thanksgiving here and uh and yeah i, I see nothing wrong with that like I, you know I'm, I'm a big fan of like well are we doing the turkey trot no okay because I'm, I'm 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 not opposed to like going Doing the turkey trot and just resting the rest of the day, like not having like. I, Do you skipping. like the Thanksgiving food? You know what? I don't. I I I, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I really. I, you know, it's not that. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, it's not that I don't like it. All right, because I like everything. All right, because if I, you know, if I was. I mean, you like food. So I like that. food. Right. Exactly. And uh, so so, but it's well, like not the turkey, the cranberry, the green beans, the no, stuffing. No, the, the, no, 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 no. Like I'll have it if it's there, but it's not like oh my god, it's Thanksgiving, I can't wait to eat this. No, that, that's not it. So, are you a cook? No, I don't cook anything. Okay, that's a, okay. I think there's something there because I am a cook. Okay. 
And so do you know there's a magazine called Bon Appetit? I didn't know this. Okay, so they are... So do you know the publishing company Condé Nast? No. Okay, so... Well, strike two. Do you know the <laughs> magazine Vogue? Yes. Okay, so Yay! Vogue... Okay, ding, 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 yeah, ding, we got ding, one. Ding, We're ding. a base hit. Um, <laughs> look at these sports references. I Who know, am I? Right. Um, shoot some hoops. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so Condé Nast publishes Vogue and it's one of their magazines in a, in a long catalog of, of publications that they publish. Right. Which one of them is Bon Appetit? Bon Appetit is their like cooking magazine or like their food magazine. Right. Yeah. Right? The Vogue of food. I would say so. Oh, I would say so. I, see that. I would say so. Um, they have a YouTube channel. Because, oh, okay. you know, media now is like it's, everything has to be multimedia. So you've got to sure. do like not not everyone wants to read, read print. So they've started a YouTube channel where all of the the chefs in their test kitchen um, go through and record like uh, different recipes that they're trying out that goes into their magazine. And so what I've learned is that they have something that they call Bon Appetit, Bon Appetit's best version of these different, very like well-known recipes. So like they go and they test a bunch of different recipes or they create different recipes for like dishes that you know very well, but like based on their expertise as, you know, food experts because they went to culinary school and this is what they do and blah, 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 blah. They come up with these, they develop these recipes that are what they consider to be the best version of that recipe, right? So they've done like BA's best pizza, BA's best mac and cheese, BA's best chocolate cake, like things that like are very like easy, traditional style like thinking. And they show you how to make and it. And they give you the recipe and how to make it and all that thing. So they started um, a series called BA's best Thanksgiving dinner. And so they get all of the chefs and every chef is broken up into teams and they have to do different things. So like so one person does the turkey and the cranberry. One person does like the mashed potatoes. Someone else is going to do like, I guess, the pies. And um, and I'm saying all this because I am not like a person who would ever consider making Thanksgiving dinner. But ha because it's so easy to fuck up one and it's a long, it's really hard to make two and time consuming three. And a lot of pressure. And like if you fuck it up, like it's like, have, have you ever had dry turkey? Yes. That shit sucks. It's awful. That shit sucks. It's the worst thing in the it world. It sucks fucks. Like it's so bad. Yeah, it sucks fucks. It yeah. sucks fucks. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. It's, I hate it. Yeah. And so um, I've always like in the past, especially the last couple of years, we've catered it. Um, and it's super easy to cater it. And for all the money that you usually spend getting all the ingredients, plus the time it takes to make it for like, I want to say like 60 bucks total, you can go to whole foods and it's so good. Yeah. That's you're amazing. Like, yeah. So, so we, that's what we've done. So for, in my head, it's like, Oh, okay. Done. Um, you know, like what an easy, like way of doing this. Um, but having watched, the BAs, but I've watched the turkey and cranberry sauce episode, mm. and then I watched the mashed potatoes episode, mm. and now I'm like, oh fuck, I want to do this. Oh fuck, but you know how I, I'm, you know, I, you know what I've discovered about myself. I'm taking a side, I'm we're taking a side trip do here. Do it. I'm an event planner. You, I think you are. Like there is something about my nature that likes to bring people together. Yep, and have a good time. Yes. So there's, but but I mean like you know the details, and I want I know what I want it to look oriented, like. Yes. I want it to t I want to want I know what I want it to sound like. I want I have like because selfishly it's 
I want to have a good time. Right. And so these are the ingredients that I need to have a good time, which right. is like all of my friends, really good food, really pretty surroundings. Yes. Um, everyone dressed in a certain way. Right. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The smell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like there's a part of me that is thinking about maybe doing a Friendsgiving. Oh, my God. Not like on Thanksgiving. Cause, no, no, no. Like but maybe like, the day after. Or something. Something. But then I have to task people to make BA's best Thanksgiving. You know what? Can you task me to do it? I would love to be challenged. I want to send you the video just so you can watch it. Okay. I'm not going to tell. The like, mac and cheese one. The mac and cheese one. I don't one. know if there is a mac and cheese, okay. but I'm going to send you the ones that are available now so okay. that you can just start to watch it. Okay. And you can have an idea of what is going, that what may be asked okay. of you. Okay. You know? Because the, the, the one thing that sucks is ha- feeling like you're obligated to do something. You know, to no, participate. No, but I want to do it. I want. I. I. I, I want to do it. I mean, I don't cook now a lot. I, no, I don't cook at all. But I don't. I mean, besides from like, you know, oh, egg, egg whites and oatmeal, rice and, and mustard, rice and mustard. Right. Oh, you remember? Um. Yeah. So you know, and then microwaving the chicken tenders that I buy. Um. So. <laughs> I'm very grateful for Lauren. She's a great, great cook, and she really cooks some badass meals. And uh, but you know the, the the kitchen that we have is like you know like it's really not conducive for like I, it, this I, one? yeah because like once one more person's in there, it's like you're crashing into people, and it's like I need, and I'm I'm just a person that needs space. Like I need to like I I'm I have this thing called wingspan. Yes. So like I'm like okay, here's my wingspan. And you you stretch your arms out, right? And you and you start doing three sixties, and you're like, this is my, this is like the space I need. It's like to, your body buffers. Yeah, this is what I need. I need to do this. So like, I I don't do well like in like you know sneaking into like these little corners and oh excuse me oh I'm sorry wait hold on yeah oh elbowing with other people like I'm like fuck I need my fucking space right so you know it stops me like mentally I have a mental block like no I'm not gonna cook a meal because like you know we live with other people and like once two other people are in there it's like a I'm mess out. and I'm out that's it so. Um, um, but now, with this new place, I'm up for the challenge, George. And I hope you have the Friendsgiving, and I hope you invite me, because I'll be there anyway. I mean, I'll just be the two of us. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll just be you and me. <laughs> We're going to do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to record an episode. We'll get, like, you know, some sort of, like, microwave, like, hungry man Thanksgiving <laughs> microwave dinner. <laughs> And that'll be like, guys, Carlos cooked. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, the mac and cheese. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think you are an event planner and I, you have the perfect spirit for it, but you also ha- see a lot of people, they think they're going to be good at something, right? Because they, because they focus on like one little detail. So like, um, oh, I like helping people. So I could be a therapist too. And it's like, no, there's like a lot of things you got to look into. There's a lot of things, skills you got to learn, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, so for you, it's not just like, oh, you know, I can, you know, throw a party together and I'm a, I want, I could be an event planner. No, for you, you actually go into detail, you delegate, you know, you, you have a vision, you know, what you want to, you want it to look like, what you want it to feel like, you know, you, and that is that is what an event planner does, right? It's visualize and have that visualization come to fruition through delegation and through, you know, putting all these pieces together, just like you did with this party yesterday. And it was a huge success. So I agree. My the I do know that it's not something that I'll probably ever lean into professionally because it's my event planning successes are really uh, measured by my own like joy in them. And so if I have a good time, then it's a success. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Um, also, like, 
because all the events that I have planned are the ones that I want to be a part of. Right. I just plan them to for me. So you should you should have like George's good time planning uh like <laughs> if it were up to me like i would throw like a once every three month party that looks kind of like this with a different theme and it's just like okay come to my circus party come to my whatever party come to my you know america party in the summer and then it's just that it's basically the same fucking party with just different themes yeah over and over again and I, it's like I, I dj it. chip rock who fucking slayed it last yeah, night he did plays all of the hits that we yeah. love to dance to, yeah, because you, you let's could, be frank, I mean, there's nothing better than the 80s. There's like, nothing better than the 80s. Like, Man, we were, we were like, killing it. We were killing it. Yeah. Killing oh it. Oh my gosh. He just gets it so yeah, good. And does. I'm so happy that, like, I've, I'm glad that, uh, listen, I. For me, it was a rousing success because I had a great time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and everywhere that I looked around, like yeah. I felt like people were having a good time. George's Fun Parties Events Planning Company dot com. And I can't call it George's Good Times because there's an actual event company called Good Times. Oh. So. Oh well. But whatever. Yeah. Well, I went. I went. George's Gay Old Times. <laughs> but like gay because it's. Fun? Happy, happy. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We call it Hooker Nun Productions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hooker Nun Productions. And that's gonna be. It's gonna be the the animated version. Oh jeez. Of of that. Oh of, geez. Of that. Yeah, yeah. I hope I I hope we can pick some good pictures for you to 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 post for that. But It'll yeah, I mean, um, so Friendsgiving is uh is my favorite part of thanksgiving whenever i'm invited to like a friendsgiving party because what is it about the pressure with family so it's really interesting because i didn't know that about you you and i are in very similar situations where we don't really have that family pressure my all my family's in chile so i have it extremely easy uh thanksgiving um lauren's family doesn't really like she has one cousin that does something every year we go to her house that's her thing she hosts it we don't have to worry about anything we don't have to bring anything it's a beautiful beautiful event and uh, we get to everybody gets to be together and everybody hangs out and it's absolutely awesome and then uh, and then christmas is the only one that before my parents left to chile it was a little complicated because some people get away with okay you spend christmas eve with one family and then then you know you spend christmas day with the, the other family correct and then you know i got into this when I got into this relationship with Lauren, um, it was, oh, both of our families are a Nochebuena family. Oh. Yeah. Christmas is yeah, Christmas I mean, equals Nochebuena. Yeah. yeah. Christmas Day is like sleep in and eat the leftovers. For Caucasian and, people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, what Cuban really family do you know that puts pajamas on and sips like peppermint mochas at the Christmas tree on Christmas Day? Nope. Not a one. Nope. No, in our families, it was just everyone's kind of hung over. Yeah, because we've been awake till 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. You know, I mean, we'll wake up, and it's like, it's so funny because I can barely remember. I remember, but it's like a fog, you know, the times that the kids woke up to, like, open their gifts from Santa. Mm -hmm. And then because they'd open them up, the excitement would, like, you know, it would reach an all-time high, and then it would kind of dwindle, and then we just go back to sleep. (laughs) Yes. Because that happens, like, at 7 in the morning. Yes. And then we'll go back to sleep and wake up, like, at 11. But, yeah, so Noche Buena is Noche Buena, Christmas Eve yeah. for our non-Spanish speakers. Um, Christmas Eve equals Christmas in our culture. So, and my mom 
was the one who she was the the matriarch and she was the one that organized all the nochebuenas and she made it very magical and she always made my christmases very magical and santa was i i you know i believed in santa for a very long time did santa wait hold up this is an adult only podcast right yeah oh yeah okay we'll make sure to edit that part out anyway so but, that, but you know but it was very she was very like did santa all about come it. to your noche buenas yes he, he did did he really he did oh wow yeah 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 one day uh one noche buena santa just knocked on my door and and ran off and and he just left me one big box with a bunch of presents in the box Wow! Yeah, it was amazing. Did Santa know your name? Yes, he knew. That's my name. so cool. Hey, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so my mom. So it was really hard because I've talked about it in other episodes. And once my parents started going through struggles, then you know they they were they weren't able to host and they weren't able to do all these things. And my mom kind of stayed with like, I, she's never really let go of that. And then I get together with Lauren, and then Lauren's family is a Noche Buena family, and then they do a gift exchange in order to like because they're a big family, so to facilitate not everybody having to buy a gift for everyone they Smart. just yeah so they do a gift exchange but then they're very picky as to who they include in the gift exchange you know so it was like i got together with her and and it was like you know we had a nine year difference it was very controversial i wasn't really liked in the family so it was like are we is carlos going to be in the gift exchange kind of like that were you in the gift exchange from the jump or I don't. I think I was from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was really That's nice. That's really of them. nice of them. It was really nice of them. Yeah. Because it was re- it was that very like a very, very quick. high barrier to entry, and for you to get in, it you was know, speaks it, to the love of their love of her. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Care less about me. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. He gets a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got together with her in May, and by that Christmas, they had included me already. Okay. But, you know, but then it's like, they, they're they very good with boundaries, uh, and, you know, it's like, okay, if we let your parents in the gift exchange, then we have to let all the other significant others' parents in the gift exchange, and then it becomes this one huge thing, a never-ending event. Listen, those, and it, it makes those waterfalls rage fast and quick, and so yeah. you need to make very strategic decisions when it comes to those types of things. Yeah. It's the same thing with the party. Like there's sometimes when you're organizing an event and you start to like craft your guest list. And so you have to have and bear in mind, like what kind of event do you want to have? And so is this an intimate dinner party or is this kind of like more of like a, like a hors d'oeuvres drinks, everyone hang out and mingle party. Or is this like a dance party? Yeah. And based on that, you know how to like craft your guest list. And so there's people who you will invite to all three. And there's people who you only invite to the first two. And there's people who you only invite to the one. Or like maybe you'll have, like if you're more of a dinner party person, you can, I can, I know people who will host dinner parties very often, but they just have different groups of friends come over at different times because not everyone always gets along. And when you're sitting at a table with four or five people, you want to have, you as the host want to have a nice time. So you're like, well, I'm only going to invite like these people's friends, like uh, my significant others, like work person will invite them or like, we'll invite this other person that doesn't get along with that other person at two separate times that if you're at a dance party, they could literally be across the room from each other never talk to each other and everyone can have a good time. But when you're sitting at a table, yeah, yeah, no, not so much, not so much. Or like you invite, like I'll, David and I have had these conversations where like, well, if we invite those we also have to invite this person, which means that one invitation doesn't turn into just two people. It now turns into eight people 
because you've unleashed this like if when you open that floodgate you got to let all of those that's little, right those, all, all those, those sheep in. Yeah. yeah yep yep and that's i'm uh, see i'm a terrible host i'm a great guest all right so i've had friends just openly I, i've had friends say listen I mean, you're going to be invited anyway, but I invited you to this because you're a great conversationalist and you could ease the tension a little bit between yeah, you this. Need that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, just point me in the right direction. And I'm like, they are this person and that person, and you know, can you kind of like, you know? And I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll smooth things over. And you know, I go in and I do my thing. And and so, but I, I get the anxiety. I'm, a, I'm a terrible host in the sense that. I, I get overly worried about combining my worlds. I have I have a lot of different worlds, and I don't know if we talked about it before in this podcast, but I have a lot of different worlds. Yeah, and and sometimes I don't feel like bringing those worlds all together, and it makes me extremely anxious. So like you you mentioned three different parties, the third one would be the one I'd be most anxious about. The big party. The big party. That's the easiest one to do. But but see, I don't look at, see as a it's host, the, I don't look at it that way because you're, you're bringing all these worlds together. And and I don't know. I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable with that. The intimate dinner party is like awesome because, you know, how, what, what is that? Eight people. I mean, it depends on how intimate you want to be, but yeah. sure. You know, it's you know, it's eight people that you you know, like okay, these people are, will get along. They have similar interests. You know, they've hung out before. It's fun. You know, um, and what was the other one you said? There was a. There was the dinner like party. cocktails, hors right. d'oeuvres, but not a rager. Right, 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 right. So the third like a one, game the, night, maybe. Yeah. Okay. The rager is the easiest one. Yeah. Why? Because you don't have to entertain people. The entertainment is built into the event because the music is loud. Because you have a like a a large a large party, you know, of you know twenty or more people creates enough. Um, Enough, like you have enough, enough people there, like to create a bunch of different like um, forms of entertainment. Like you yeah. don't have to entertain people with like I see that. with stuff. You just like is the music right? Is the food right? You know, is the guest list right? Okay, you're good to go. Right. Is the theme right? You're good to go. Yeah. Um, Man, do you, do, so you don't get anxious about combining worlds? I not anymore. Not anymore. No, I've 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 done a really good job of like editing. I think. Oh, I see what you mean. So yeah. now most of the, like, I, I haven't had a big. I haven't hosted a big party where there's lots of worlds to combine in a long time. Like at like the one that, for me last night doesn't count because like the world is already like it's it's already the population there, yeah. is the gym right and everybody already there knows each other for the most part or knows someone who knows somebody you know like and so like you've got members who only know a couple of the coaches but the coaches were all there so and you have some members that cross over like i've crossed over to a bunch of the different communities um but for the most part like everyone knew somebody there everybody there had a really good time yeah. and so like everybody is familiar with you know with the actual location because we all go there right so it was very easy for everyone to like it let was down like their guard. it was like yeah, everyone was already comfortable but like the times when i've had people over at my house for like my birthday um or david we david we hosted like a big party for david's birthday a couple years ago and it was like okay start inviting people and it ends up being like, you know, 50 to 70 people. Um, it become it's they everyone who knows each other gravitates to each other. So like the, the people who like work together will hang out in one area. The people who 
uh, work out together because the gym friends, they all hang out together and it's just what it is. And that's how it was for my 40th. And then you just float and you as the person who's hosting the party, you just kind of float around. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like I, I, the same reason why people invite me to their parties yeah. are the same reasons why I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable as a host because I feel like I'm so worried that everybody needs to be having a good time that I just go and I talk to everybody, but I don't give any, I don't give everybody my full attention. I give them like little spurts and I'm always like all around. So my 40th birthday was interesting because there was a part of the room that was the gym people, part of the room that was like my music people. There was a part of the room was that was like, it was at a brewery. Okay. Yeah. There was a part of the room that was like my my college i call them my college gen xer group uh-huh. you know very like you're frat yeah very very, frat very, very like standard like you know trajectory <laughs> you know um so it was like so that that makes me that makes me anxious we, how do you feel about um combining birthday celebrations with other people yeah i'm fine with that yeah i have no problem with that huh, that's good i um david threw me a surprise dinner party one year um and i was completely shocked and when I go into the space and everyone else surprise. Oh, I remember seeing video of that. I was like shocked and super happy and like like overcome with a bunch of different emotions at the same time. And then everyone like you go around, you say thank you for coming. And it was like a long table. I was gonna say there's like thirty something, forty people there. I was big. Um, and they plop me in the middle of the table and you basically spend the entire time talking to the person, the people in front of you and the two people next to you. And then anybody who may like come over, like get up from their seat to come and greet you. Right. Um, so like the moment I, I got, I was anxious maybe for like 20 seconds. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to go over there and I want to go over there and I want, and you can't be uh, at all places at, at all times. And so I remember thinking, just George, just enjoy yourself. Like people will come, and you know, everyone look around. Everyone's having a good time. Like, yeah. and they're all here having a good time in celebration of you. So, mission accomplished. And right. it wasn't even my mission; it was David's mission because he's the one that right. The he's the one that organized it. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, you, it's not you, you relax and See, enjoy it. Just and let like. It, like enjoy the moment. Sure. No, that's, that's what's super important because you know, with me, I, I, for my 40th, I just, I just covered it up with alcohol and I just got really drunk. Um, you know, so yeah. And that was, and then that sucks because you wake up the next day. Like, was Uh, I okay? Did I talk to everybody? Was I antisocial? Did I act stupid? Oh, I, I don't miss those feelings. Oh my gosh. I don't miss that at all. But anyway, um, but yeah, so that, but the reason I probably drank that much is because I was so anxious with that. Yeah. So, so, um, but yeah, man, I, I, I think, um, you know, I'm just throwing it out there that maybe you and I should do a combined birthday thing. I'm not opposed to that. We'll just explore. We'll just explore. And like, honestly, I'm just gonna throw it out there. what's really funny is you, I've already thought about this. Ooh, yeah. I already thought about it. Is it going to be a rager? I mean, I, <laughs> Maybe. We have a lot to discuss. Maybe. And we have plenty of time, too. Maybe. We have the whole holidays to you discuss know what I this. Like, I mean, listen, you already know that I like to throw... Like, it's You already know that I like to throw a party. Right. Um, and so when you've got... And I like to throw a party that has... The less limits you have, the the more fun things can be. Sure. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, 
you already thought about this? Yeah. We're, we're seven days apart. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Okay. Like what? Like the Malacca media is throwing a birthday party yes. event that event. we're inviting everyone that listens to our podcast to come and party with us? Absolutely. What? That would be amazing. I mean, is it possible? Uh, of course yeah, it's possible. Of course it's possible. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. If anybody can do it, like, the Malacca guys can do it. For sure. <laughs> This will be the best 41st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we're turning 40 again. Like, <laughs> 42. We're turning 40 again, again. again. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, okay. All right. So we're going to leave, we're going to leave that there now. Holidays and nutrition. It's super easy. Okay. It's super fucking easy. And I've done this and I know it's a success. Okay. When here's like super easy, like go to tricks. If we had a YouTube channel, which we're going to have, this would be the moment where the graphic insert comes in. Ready? Before you leave the party, eat your dinner. Before you leave to the party. Like if the, if the party is an hors d'oeuvres cocktail, not a sit down dinner, have your meal. Okay. Have your protein, carbs and veggies or protein, carbs and fat. Like, and then set aside like whatever, like, you know, when you go to a party, it's carbs and fat. Yeah. Right. Very little. You know, it's carbs and fat. Yeah. So like I would leave to the, if the party is at night, let's say the party is like an evening event. Most of these things usually end up being evening events. Sure. Which most end up being like alcohol people, like alcohol, like I said, carbs and fat. So it's like pastry things or sweet things and drinks. And so if you're a person who drinks alcohol and you're not like, you know, uh, an alcohol and club soda person, you like a sweet drink or whatever, you know, bank your carbs. You know, spend the day, get all your protein in for the day so that when you leave that night to go to your event, your proteins are done and taken care of. You know, protein shakes are a really great way of getting protein in. Lean turkey packs, like, that's like my fucking go-to. Like, one pack of green of Applegate turkey is 42 grams of protein and nothing else. It's fucking perfect. Um, And that way you're going to be pretty full, so you're not going to overindulge on the sweet stuff. Um, And then, you know, like... This is another easy one, like is is a good and a good like tip that I always didn't always like take into consideration. But you have this spacer, so like between every cocktail, you have a cup of water. Because oh, most of those events are like you're holding your drink in your hand, and you're con- when you're holding a drink in your hand, you're constantly sipping. Yeah. So you sip, you sip, you sip, you sip, you sip. So if you have like you're drinking your like vodka soda. The next one, just put, just fill it up, fill that same cup with ice and water and then sip that guy and then, and then go back for another vodka soda. And then instead of having five drinks, you're having three and you're hydrating at the same time. And then you're drinking your water and like you're able to, and you're still going to be, I mean, I don't think anyone at our age at this point is like out there to get like uh, smashed to, to the high Jesus, but whatever, if that's your goal, then fine. You know, I would tell you to just drink shots, honestly, like shots and water. Yeah. is another really great trip. Yeah. Like, or clean, clean tequila, pour a shot, Mm -hmm. shoot your shot and then have your cup of ice water. Yeah. So you're sipping your ice water the whole night, but when it comes time to have the drink, the drink is just fucking liquor. Exactly. And then you have your nota, and you'll also be hydrated, and you'll thank me in the morning. Oh, yes, because the hydration is... You'll thank me in the morning. Yeah. You will. 
I really am a that's a really good hack also. I like yeah. um yeah. For the sit down dinner, like if you're really concerned about like tracking your macros because you have a meat that like you have to make weight for um or like you just like you're like you've made this goal and you want to be consistent with it you know i would reach out to the host and be like hey what are you serving like can you give me an idea of what you guys are going to have um because maybe you're allergic you know maybe you do have food allergies and it's important for you to understand and you don't want to impede the host right get in their way but you also want to make sure that like you're taking care of yourself in the process, you know, like, and if you know that they're going to be serving like David and I, I, I do this a lot because David, there's things that David doesn't eat. And traditionally, if we go to like a sit down holiday meal, it's going to be like a roasted pork. And I'm like, oh, are you guys doing like a traditional Cuban thing? Like the pork and the da, 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 da. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. No problem. And I'll tell David, I'm like, you're going to need to eat something beforehand. Right. Because it's lechon asado and, and, that's he, and you don't eat fat, it. And all fat. And the bread is fat and everything's the fat. The Cuban bread is Delicious. It's made with lard and and yeah, it's just but it, like he doesn't eat pork, so like and he doesn't eat pork, so he's got to have to. He'll have other things, and he's not gonna like say no, right? Um, or he's not gonna be like rude about it or stank about it. But better to go to a party, haven't eaten your dinner, sure. and you're not your and have planned, and, and then plan to like show up plan. and be like, ah, exactly. The one guy who doesn't eat roast pork. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, when I went to the party I ate before and I went to the party yesterday and I was I got hungry and there were Brussels sprouts there and that's what I had. Oh, I ate the Brussels sprouts and it was great, but you know what? But like I knew I could and and then uh and then Lauren wanted Taco Bell afterwards, so we went to Taco Bell afterwards. Nice. But I did not eat Taco okay. Bell. I just ordered it for her and paid and gave her the bag and came home and I ate a couple slices of turkey and went to sleep. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, those are those are good hacks. I have those one more good. tip. Okay. Enjoy. Yes. Just dude. people re- really consumed with the whole like nutrition thing, and then they end up like it ends up affecting their mood, and like Correct. they're not having a good time. Let it go. But, yeah. Enjoy the moment. Let allow. Give yourself. Yeah, allow you yourself to. to indulge, and have you know. Get the f- indulge it. Like oh, if you want to have this sweet, you want to have the, you, the the holiday cookies. Enjoy the holiday cookies. Yeah. You know, there's certain things that I think are not worth it. Like, you know, there was an entire ta- they, they decorated the table last night with all of these fun sized candies. I was like, I don't really need to have the Snickers right now. No, I don't. There's nothing about this that I want. Damn, I you didn't know? see those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But know, like enjoy, no, but just like en- truly like enjoy. Let it go and enjoy. Like yeah. you know that you know you know that your consistency is something that you can always get. That that consistency begets like results. We know that. Um, and so like, if you're able to indulge, it's going to keep you from having like a tremendous like binge fallout. Right. I'm better to you know to enjoy a little bit and get right back on the. And having things the wagon the next time exactly because like I I loved um, Danielle's post. That she put in her story the other day, uh, I forgot the the source where it was from, but it was, you know, always always going back to the numbers where it takes X amount of calories to gain a pound of fat, right? And so if you're good, like you know, six thousand, yeah. So if like you're good, you know, this amount of time, and then you have one bad night, like think about it. Did you have X amount of calories in one night? You know, like are you gonna put on a pound of fat in one day? I mean, how you many? Know? How much pizza do you have to eat for six thousand calories? Because I think it's possible. Oh, it's oh. For us? <laughs> oh, is this a challenge? Are we going to order pizza right after? Are we doing a mukbang? Oh my God. Do, do we even know what a mukbang is? Now I do. Okay. Because uh, we need to do a Taco Bell mukbang. No, oh that's disgusting. 
Okay, fine. Is it? I don't know. Is that what the mukbang thing is? The whole like eating a lot, a lot, you a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of bunch something? of food, and then you just eat it on video for people who would like. I mean, maybe it, like it doesn't. I don't think it like perpetuates good mental health, but whatever. It's a we'll bypass that whatever. this time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, we could just we'll, we'll like we'll maybe we'll, we'll like scratch out the LMHC part of your Instagram. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, sure. Carlos Escanilla underscore mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um so those are good tips. How do we set proper boundaries with our families during the holidays? That's the tough one, isn't I'm bi- it? Listen, I'm biased when it comes to this topic. Be for two reasons. One, I grew up with the knowledge that I have the freedom to say no. And my family's feelings of disappointment or whatever are not mine to own. And so there's there was a time when I felt like I had to go visit them, you know, twice a year, once on Mother's Day and once on Christmas. Um, and like, I no longer feel that way. You know, I, now it's like, do I want to go? You know, do I want to go? Um, there's like, my sister has three little ones that I really enjoy seeing. And so if I know that she's going to go, she's her and her significant other, like her and her husband, why am I calling her significant other? Her and her husband, her husband's family lives like, um, in like that satellite beach area, like in the, like by Daytona and Cape Canaveral. Um, so they split their time. So one year it's with, they're in winter park with my family. One year they're, um, with his family. And so on the years that they go to his family, I'm not really like feeling like I need to go up. If I'm not going to see her and little ones, because I really want to, that's who I really, really, really want to see. Like I love, I do love my parents, but I don't know that I want to spend, you know, an entire weekend with just them. Right. Yeah. It's like spoonfuls, you know? Yeah. I just I don't know. Um, and that's our, that's like our own dynamic and our own issues at this point. That me as an adult, you know, as the adult now, like it, it's weird, like navigating the relationship. But like, you're an adult, and like you understand, like how to take care of yourself, and you like, I know, like how my ego manifests, and all the things that I've worked on, and how to be like live a good and healthy life. And the moment that you walk into your parents' house, you're no longer like an adult. You go back to being a child. Yeah, you regress. They, or they, re, they, 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 t- they make you regress. They want you to regress. Whatever the, I don't think it's the intention yeah. is that. It's not it the just, intention. You just fall into these, like, you fall into these roles. Well, yeah. Everyone falls into their roles. Like, my father it will always be my father. And so I'm, the way that I imagine it is like, and only you can tell me if this is true or not because you're a father, is that no matter how grown your children become, they're always going to be your children. You're always going to see them as these like small little things, these packages, these well, precious. It's the ultimate responsibility that it never, you know, it, 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 I mean, if all goes well, barring any tragic situations, it's supposed to, you know, follow you to the grave. I mean, you, you your ultimate responsibility is to make sure that they are okay. Listen, I got baby you know? murdered out of the nest okay like my parents did like okay bird and they plopped me out of the nest yeah bye 
I wasn't like my didn't I don't have parents that were like oh stay and they they were like very coddling and very like I didn't get that you know um, and so I fucking learned how to fucking fly and, and I they fell did a lot you a favor and, and they now did I'm out here favor. soaring and there are moments where my parents want to like clip feel I feel like my parents want to clip my wings and they and I get the impression that because of they believe in hierarchies and as a parent, the hierarchy is the parent is always, you know, the child should always respect the elder. And so that's, and so when you believe in that system, um, and you, you either can participate in it, which is with what they want, or you don't, which is what I do. I was like, no, I'm, I am your child. I love you very, very, very much, but I'm out here soaring yeah. because you threw me out of the nest and you made me learn how to fly on right. my own. So you can't so expect me to regress now on command. And now it's like you you can't just call me back yeah. to the nest whenever you want. No, like you can't. I'm out here doing my thing. Exactly. And and they don't do I really do believe that my parents do not have the intentions of making me feel anything. I believe that my parents have their own feelings and they want from me and they want certain things and they and they feel like it should be expected of me because of what they believe in. Right. Does that make sense? Of course. Yeah, that makes perfect and sense. And so when those when their feelings and my feelings don't reconcile, it creates conflict. Sure. And that conflict is sometimes very hard to move past. But we always move past it because there's love at the root. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's what yeah, that's why like with families, I always say, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to be careful the time you invest in arguing because with families, you know, at the end, you're going to be OK anyway. Like, yeah, some families fall out and they don't talk. And that's a shame when that happens. But for the most part, when you're well, like you said, when love is the root, you know that eventually that's going to. So you invested two years of not talking to each other, knowing that there's going to be a point where you are going to talk to each other because there is that love, you know, and uh, and it's just funny how that works, because I always tell people, I'm like, is it worth it? Is it worth like not? you know, talking to a family member for X amount of time and knowing that you're going to talk to them again anyway, you know, like does, and, and, uh, so that's like the, when love is at the root, I think that that's, that's an accurate statement right there. Um, I, I, I just feel like with the holidays and, and family, it's the, and, and when somebody has a significant other, and I think this is where, you know, this is where like parents and and people go like a little nuts, and they're like, "No, I know you're with somebody, but we gotta you gotta stick to our traditions, and this is what we've been doing for many years." Yeah, so, team us versus team right, them. Right, exactly, and it's like the most wrong approach that you can take. You know, it's just it's it, it, that that and and setting those boundaries and people's reactions, the the, the where people fall most of the time because. It's like what you said. It's not. I don't think your parents are having intentions to make you feel a certain way, and I don't think parents are out there to try to make their kids feel a certain way. There are it's, some. Well, there, oh yeah, there, def- you have to make an allowance for that because there, there's, there's, there's some, some manipulative, manipulative pe- fucking yeah. oh, people yeah. out there. Oh, they're out who there. Who never grow up and they never. They, and that's like whatever. So yeah. And the passive aggressive guilt mm-hmm, trips, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's well, we that, see you. We see. Oh, we see you. They're, oh, yeah. And we they they you. think they're slick, and they're no. not. Like I can I can see somebody shooting from the hip a mile away. Yeah. You know. So I'm like, no, don't don't even give me that passive aggressive bullshit. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, you exactly. Be with them, you don't love your No, mother. no. If you don't want, I mean, you know, we've, we've only been doing it for all our lives. But if you want, you know, to be I'm the only one. gonna be on this earth for a little. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. you don't know how much long I'm gonna be on this and earth. You know, family is. You and know, I'm like, fam- you know what? TikTok, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Here's a shovel. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Let me dig the grave for you. Oh, you're yeah. dying? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no I don't, I don't fall do for that either. What do you want me to say at the funeral? Right, exactly. Yeah, you want to play this game? I didn't know it was so tragic, so let's plan it. Right. We're wearing black, right? Yeah. <laughs> What kind of food? Should we cater the food? I'm going to make the BA mac and cheese. Do you want um, <laughs> Do you want Arroz Imperial? I know a really good place. <laughs> Fucking fucks. I know. No, it, it happens. Yeah, but, they're out there. But, but no, they're definitely out there. And it, it's our, the internal locus of control. It's yeah. how we react. It's how we react that causes that, you know, animosity. Because if we allow them to for us to own what they're feeling, then that's when we get into trouble. So, you know, it's, it, 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 but people's reactions are like, Oh my gosh, well, why do you have to be that way? Or they don't say anything at all. And they just bitch their significant other about it. And then this, them and the significant other get into it. And then there's fights and then, Oh, the holidays suck cause they're so stressful. And it's like, nah, like sometimes you just gotta like, you know, Hey mom, dad, I love you. You've done everything for me. Part of parenting is letting me go. I'm with somebody now. I have to split time. I'm not going to be a noche buena the entire time. I'm going to have to eventually go to his or hers family's house, or maybe we'll go to his or hers family's house first and then come here. Um, I love. It doesn't mean I love you any less. I enjoy the family. I enjoy this. I'm. I'm. But I'm. I'm grown up. This is the phase in my life that I'm in. And uh, but instead, people are like, "Why are you treat me like a child?" And no, and, and it turns into something different. And yeah, it the, the the receiving party might not accept it and say, stop talking to me like that or whatever. I don't know how you're talking to me like this, but you still need to be here for Nochebuena. Okay, they can they have they're in their right to react that way. Sure. But if you know that you reacted in a you know, in a constructive way, in in a positive way, in a kind way, then you can relieve yourself of any guilt. Yeah. One hundred percent. Make peace with your decision, and know that you know your intentions are are stemming from your your your. If the intentions stem from like, are not coming from like a place where you, the ego is is what's pushing you to make your decision. Like right. well, I'm gonna do this to make them feel bad, or like I'll show you. God, that ego. You know, it, 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 edging it the good wants, out. Edging really the wants, good out. That's what it stands for. Ego, edging good out. That's so good. But yeah, it yeah. really, when you under, when you come to understand that that's the goal of that part of you, of that, of that, it, and you can like f- facilitate it from not taking control. That because you, as a like as a present conscious, can really make a decision on on how to move forward. You could. They can be in line in that, like, you're not going to do this. But the reason why doesn't have to be to be hurtful. It it could just be like, I am in this relationship with somebody else. And we've come to the understanding that we're going to alternate. And it's not your year. Right. Exactly. And that's it. And it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that this is the compromise that I made with my person. And I love them. That's it. The end. And that's it. And whoever doesn't like it because of the decisions that you make. Well, that's f- those feelings are for them to reconcile, not yours. That's what's and most important. And even if they want to put it on you, you don't have to receive it. Yeah, you deflect it. You, you deflect have, it. You don't even have to feel any kind of way about that feeling. Exactly. Either. Just let it sit there. Yeah, Be that's like, it. I don't like. I constantly say I receive this or I don't receive exactly. this. Exactly. And it really is that like 
I don't receive what you're telling me. That's funny because I, it's similar. I say I either I own it or I don't own it. Yeah, that same. Yeah, I'm always like, like I hear, nope, like nope, I've th- gone th- into conf- I've I've had conflict with people, and they're like, when you and when you when you when you when you, and I hear what they're telling me, and I I understand how they might feel that my actions are causing them that stuff, but it's very clearly their issue to resolve. Their issue and to resolve. I don't need to receive it. It's like, a, you, yeah, you don't need to okay, own it. If you don't like the fact that I act this way i'm okay with that right yeah yeah that's it then that, that but that, that but that's it there's nothing else to it and 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 you know people get a really bad reaction with that and i've you know you well first of all the the whole um the new earth uh mm-hmm. podcast with 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 oprah and eckhart tolle Wow, because it's been, first of all, something that I've needed to revisit, number one. And number two, it helps like what I say to my clients, but it's been helping me word it differently. And uh, and a lot of what you say is like so much of the line of thinking and what like what I, you know, uh, portray to my uh, patients um, in, in that, you know, what you own is up to you you know and, and and that's it so like and and that's what when i was younger i would say if you have a problem with something about me don't tell me because i'm not going to care right that was like my thing and it was that's very arrogant and it's very passive aggressive and it was very aggressive and and not the way to handle things but in a way it was kind of like my adolescent way of trying to communicate hey you know, I'm going to own, I'm not going to own your feelings. I'm going to own my feelings. I'm going to listen. I'm going to empathize. But then when it gets toxic or it starts crossing a line where you're talking, you're just projecting your feelings onto me, but it's not really about me. That's where the cutoff point is. Yeah. I think you have to be like at least willing to synthesize. Oh, of course. You know, Cause like, we're always growing. We're always correct. learning about Especially ourselves like, and you know, and it depending like who it comes from, like George, if you told me, Carlos, sometimes I feel you do this, this and that I'm going to listen. Cause I trust you, you know? And I'm going to be like, Oh, he's not just saying this to be an ass. He's saying it cause it's, it's true. And I need to listen and really process this and do something about it. I think it's easier between friends because we start from a place that there is like a mutual attraction and, and like a love, like a, a love that that happens that doesn't have any kind of like obligation attached to it right. the way that family does ah, family that's is, a great point family that's an excellent point there is a feeling of obligation to family um that is instilled by the nature of family in that you know blood is thicker than water right you know or you don't go against the family or like i am your parents and so you should always you know respect your elders and family first and all of that stuff all of that that sentiment all of those things and sayings and you know that we have have been instilled in at least in my growing up and also culturally i've seen it um and also the 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 there's something about the holiday season and everything around it from like a commercial marketing standpoint that really pushes family and nostalgia like down our fucking throats. Yeah. Like seriously. that Folgers commercial where like the son comes home and the mom's like, oh, I mean, he told okay. it was just not Cuban, but you know, that was, oh, ca- that was the Cafe Bustelo commercial. You know, jo- <laughs> Joey's home right. and, uh, and celebrate the moments of your life. Right. The public's you know? commercials. Yeah. All that, yeah. all those things yeah. where it's like a, a, the this like families gathered around a big table and the f- everything's there and so you know if you if you're at home watching this and it doesn't and you're and that image doesn't mirror yours you could feel 
that you are missing something or like there's, you know, there's an aching or there's some sort of like, you know, feeling of like a missing out or like lacking thereof. Um, I'm going into a very busy time in my business. You know, right now, which I get, I I, I understand because I felt that in the past. But what I've learned is that that's those feelings can just sit there like, okay. Yeah, like listen, I look at that and I'm like, oh, that would that sounds like that would be so nice for us to like all to get together like around a dinner table and like and like enjoy enjoy without there being like a cloud of like, am I being judged? Is there this you know pol you know polit- politics, religion, uh, all the things that can really divide people, you know, like and the personalities like does she like my new boyfriend? I does she have drama with? Are my parents fighting? You know, is she gonna is is Tia gonna drink too much and get crazy? Who's gonna say something nuts? Like, is there gonna be a fight between the siblings? Like, all of those things, um, which can make a dinner party kind of fun. I, I was just I was uh, gonna say, you know, it makes it a little bit more uh, interesting. Uh, you know, those dinner par- those Drama. dinner parties in the in the Publix commercials look a little boring. I think it's the, like, hey, Tia, have yeah. another shot. Yeah. Yeah, did you see yeah. what your sister was wearing? Oh my god! Oh, you did it? Oh wait, take another shot and or check like it out. I did. You see, she gained weight. Like <laughs> fucking hateful, <laughs> fucking hateful shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see if let's see if you know let's see if Janet brings another man oh. this year. Oh look, another guy. <laughs> wow. And at at Fourth of July it was Roberto, yeah, and at Halloween look. it was. You know, Pedro. And look, now at Thanksgiving, it's Alberto. Lo que no espera. We'll see who is at Christmas. Yeah, right. Who's next? Nicolás. <laughs> We're not petty. I'm not slut shaming anybody. We're not you know, petty. I'm a sex positive person. <laughs> You know, we're not petty either. You get yours, Janet. You get yours, yeah, Janet. Yeah, yeah, you Don't go, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, no te preocupes. Tremenda <laughs> puta. But it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of shit. It's no, a no, lot it's of a shit lot. out there. And listen, I, I will always, like, I've said it before, and I will continue to say it. Like, just, like, like be in your own presence. Yeah. Like, go back to wow. you, and everything around you is just static. And if you can just focus on, like, your present state of consciousness and, like, just come back to, like, a really centered position, like, the static just goes away. Even if it's a matter of, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and take a fucking, th- like, three deep breaths while the faucet is running and I just like listen to the water run and all of a sudden all that stress that's in your shoulders and in your just all that tension releases. in your neck yeah. and you're just like okay yeah it's perfect 30 more minutes and I'll come back right right and you just get through it yeah. Or you could just avoid it altogether if you don't want to yeah, put yourself yeah. through that. But but it is a choice, and that's uh, that's what I love about everything. Everything you've said is that the the common denominator is that you have the choice, and people rob themselves of that choice. And so a big part of you know what I spend my days doing, and you know I keep I keep thinking that you would be great in my line of work. You really would. Um, just throwing it out there. But, There's no. But, you have to have a willingness. Yeah, I'm not true. willing to do it. Right. But 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 even then, but you, but the I knowledge. Mean, I'm willing to write, write a book the, with you and share in the go. proceeds and go on the book tour. There we go. But the one-on-one sessions. The one-on-one like sessions. The, no. Okay. Yeah, the data, right. the aggregate data yeah, necessary. Yeah. You can handle that. Okay. okay. I'll throw the party. But okay. <laughs> Hooker Nun Productions. Hooker Nun Productions. We're gonna, it's a working. It's a working work progress. progress. It's, a, it's a working title. Oh I, don't God, know. I love it. I love it. Um, so 
this has been a really, really productive, really informative episode. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I think the timing of it is great. It drops on Wednesday. Everybody gets through Halloween, and we. And then on prepare. Thursday, all the Halloween candies on sale. Uh, oh, don't tell me that. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Um, so, oh my gosh. Okay, no. Anyway, uh, I'm refocusing. So, um, all the hell, all the Halloween candy. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like okay. all seasonal, like candy companies like package themselves into seasonal things. Right. So like Thanksgiving, Halloween, oh and God. the so the day after the event, just go to Walgreens and just pick up every or CVS or Publix or Sedano's or. Yeah, sure. I, I went. George texted me. I went ahead and had a peanut butter Snickers for you, so that you wouldn't have so to. You wouldn't have to, and it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great, and so you can avoid it. And, and thank you, because I'm going to. I'm going to avoid it. It's not that great. I'm, I'm on fire right now. I'm not gonna. So this will drop. Halloween will pass, and we have prepared our listeners for the holiday season. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. So, um, George, where can they find us? Listen, you can find this podcast on Instagram at Moaka Media. Um, I am at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. I am at Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC. And you can email us at Media at gmail.com. And guys, please, if you're enjoying, write a review. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, we'd be most grateful. And, um, if there's something that you, if you have like a pressing uh, concern, if you've got something that you'd like us to talk about or discuss, you know, shoot us a DM or send us an email and let us know. We love to like, we love to, we love to pick these things apart and unpack things. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.